Welcome to Who Was On, Season 6, Episode 45. We watched 19 and Counting, Season 10, Episode 1, or Volume 7, Episode 1. And there's no sexual stuff on this podcast. I'm Chris Lorenz. We're not just sitting around eating bonbons, waiting for Prince Charming in that sweet ad revenue. <laughs> this is Brian. <laughs> Oh, that might be the best one ever. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, we watch a different reality show each week discussing it in minute detail, if you have it's good or bad. And those are references to the show we watched tonight. But last week, we watched Dr. Pimple Popper. And we asked the audience on Twitter at Who With The Song what they thought of Dr. Pimple Popper. You guys agreed with us. Top third show. Boom. There you have it. If you want to tell us what you thought about this show... You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On and vote on our poll. All right, Brian, what show did we watch? This week we watched 19 Kids and Counting. Uh, this show features the Duggar family, parents Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar, and their 19 children, nine daughters and 10 sons, all of whose names begin with the letter J. The show focuses on the life of the Duggar family, who are devout Baptists and frequently discusses values of purity, modesty, and faith in God. And that is a show description I have compiled because this show it seems to be erased from the internet. Maybe for good reason because of some things that we found out. Uh, I mean, all right. Let's talk about it a little. Let's get it out of the way. So we we were like, what kind of show was hu- is huge that we haven't done? And we're like, what's those shows with all those freaking kids in them? So we trace it down to this show. We, st- we got 10 minutes in. And then I'm Googling around to do on internet corner stuff. And I find out why the show got canceled. <laughs> and it's not for great reasons. So this show, 19 and Counting, gets canceled in 2015 because Josh Duggar, which is somebody in this episode, which we'll talk about, uh, he allegedly molested his sisters when they were younger. And so this whole story came out. The show gets canceled. So we're not going to really talk about this that much, but that like we we're like, oh crap, like child molestation. We got can't watch the show now, but we're in, and like he's not the main character of the show, but it is something that like you know, like TLC has erased the show from existence. Yeah, like you cannot find it on their site. The only place to be found where you can get it is Voodoo, and even then, like they only like certain seasons, like past a certain point. Yeah, we watched the earliest episode we they had on there. Uh, so then after this episode, the show's got canceled. There's a new show based on two of the daughters in the show called counting on. And eventually this show gets canceled because it's Joshua, right? Yeah. Joshua again gets arrested this time, but for child pornography and, (laughs) And I just like, you know, another round of theory, another reason not to watch the show or the next show. But like, it is, woo, double whammy here. That's so like ridiculous. I, I'm kind of happy it's removed from the internet, but damn. But counting on is not. It's not. I, I, I have to imagine this dude's not on the show. I just don't know why. Maybe they got canceled because they're too close to the, the counting on brand. I, I don't understand that. Maybe at some point we'll watch Counting On uh, and see see where that goes. I don't know. Brian is shaking his head vigorously right now. <laughs> he is very adamant. No, I I'm, I know I'm sh- mostly shaking my head at like this entire <laughs> thing. And yeah, you, we just can't have it. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
all on TLC for canceling these shows for yeah. these reasons. We don't condone any of that. We're not going to get any specifics here. Uh, it's just like a fact about the show that's very pertinent if you go on the internet and today, like in terms of like how the show is perceived. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all we're going to talk about. Uh, like that specific piece. We might talk about Josh a little bit just because like it might be hard not to talk about it a little, but like, He's a dick. He seems like a dick. And uh, he's a terrible human being. So fuck him. We know who the worst human being is. It's not a fucking question. And that, I feel like, is saying a lot. Because there's some questionable things. Like, the dad clearly might be in that category. But, like, there's no way Josh is not the worst human being. No. There's, like, he's, like, the worst human being like of all time that we've seen in any single episode of reality TV. And we've seen Donald Trump. Damn. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let's get into this like basic episode. So do we, we, we got to get through this dude. Like, <laughs> so hold, hold on. <laughs> step back. Step back. Okay. So this show is, I believe the original show that is like, we have too many kids come film us, right? Yeah, and preach like conservative values. Like this but, is but there's like ones where people have like oct like octets or something. I don't yeah, I don't well, know. you had like Octomom, and that seemed like a kind of crazy story where it was just like, Okay, you gave you had eight humans growing inside you and now they're outside you. How are you gonna deal with this? Like I think I'm a little more okay with that just because like it probably provide a little bit of financial support. But I should probably financials and sanity because like you're gonna have some help. Well, I just just like so this is like a category of shows, yeah. Which we've done like Welcome to Plathville, which is kind of like in that vein, but not like not really. I'm not as upset with you for bringing it up now because you brought it up earlier and kind of prepped me for this. <laughs> like I would, I had a visceral reaction when I saw Welcome to Plathville today. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) it's one of these shows. So we're like, okay, um, let's, let's do some of the OG ones we've never done. This was one of the biggest shows I think of all time until like they pretty much swept it under the rug until the incident, (laughs) the incident incidents. Yes. Uh, cause I, I think that they really like built up these characters and people really invested in them. Uh, so <clears throat> we can start with Jim Bob here. Good old Jim Bob. Jim Bob's the dad. And so they're Jim Bob and what's the wife's name? Michelle. Michelle. So they're obviously married. They have, is, do they have 19 kids or is it? They have 19 kids. Okay. Yeah, because there's like some grandkids in this, and I don't know if that counts for the numbers. Uh, it seemed like the pure family, or like the the immediate family, was like uh, 19 kids based on Wikipedia. But then, uh, let's see. So Jim and Bob, Jim, Bob, Michelle, Duggar, and their 19 children. Yeah, so it's all of them. But okay. yeah, like they'll have like grandkids. It's a big ass family. They and they take every moment they can to show it off. I mean, that's the show part. This the show is no. This is like this show is not just that. It's religious propaganda. It's <laughs> oh, 
It's a lot of stuff, man. Like the, you found like this oh. quote that was like, "This show is the epitome of conservative values." Oh well, that's what the one guy says. Oh yeah, Jim that's Bob a said guy that. said. All right, all right. Let's 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 go over these kids' names quick, okay? Okay, we're not gonna this. go into details. Right? You're just gonna roll through them. So we got Joshua, firstborn. Then we got Jaina and John David. Then we got Jill. We got Jessa. We got Ginger with the J. Joseph. Josiah, Joanna, Jedediah, and Jeremiah, Jason, James, Justin, Jackson, Joanna, Jennifer, Jordan with a Y, Josie, and that's it. That's all they wrote. Is there something about like the Baptist religion that's like, so I, here, guess, I guess John the Baptist, okay. So I can tell you what happened. Yeah. So this is what they said happened. So they named, they're obviously religious. So they named the first kid Joshua after, you know, the Bible. Then they had John David as like another thing from the Bible. Yep. And then they wanted to name the one Anna, but then somebody put a J in front. So they named her Jana. And then, so from then on, they were like, no, no one's going to feel left out of the J craze by, so they just kept it. Is is that something I could do? Like, could, could I just like my friends? Like, oh, you're having your name, your kid, Bob, Bob. <laughs> well, I mean, not that anyone put the J. It's just like they decided. Somebody told them, and they're like, "Oh, that's a good idea," and they they did it. Okay, so they Facebooked this. Like, I mean, probably. Yeah. Uh, I can say that my father's grand family is all ours. Ooh, okay. So we got their names were Rita and Rudolph. And then they had four kids. And they were Ron, Rudolph, Rose, and Ray, Raymond. And then one of my aunts also named all of their kids R's. <laughs> all different R's. Uh Ryan, Rachel, and Riley. I guess on the plus side. I like hope that you, now you can just personally identify me, even though I've given my name yeah, every like, episode. We're, we're stealing your info, dude. <laughs> I do like, though, for pa- new parents, like, oh, you're going with like all these names and stuff. If you say, like, it's got to begin with a letter, that narrows it down considerably until you start doing Jana. <laughs> Jana was number two, dude. two or three. They were twins. <laughs> <laughs> was it also Jenna or Jana? It was Jana with an A. J-A-N-N-A. As oh I said. God. Or J-A-N-A, I forget. Uh, it's you. As I said, it was Anna, and they put a J in front of it. So that would be Jana. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure. that. Yeah, so I initially I was thinking, like, oh, it would be easier to name it, narrow it down. But then once you start throwing the letter in front, it just doesn't matter. All bets are off. I mean, it's better than Elon Musk or whatever he named his kids. <sighs> God, that's that's a whole other situation. God, everybody m- naming their kid crazy stuff. Okay, all right. So should we get in, like, Brian, before we get too much deeper, would you recommend people watching this episode of television? This episode of this show? Like, I, there's, I, I mean, you can answer I, both either, either one of those questions. I am slapping the seal of disapproval on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so skip to the end if you want to hear us talk about other stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we don't recommend really to watch the show, but listen on for our nuanced thoughts on this episode. 
Yeah, there's uh, both moral quandaries and just general life quandaries. <laughs> so this episode is kind of just this one wedding. Like, yeah. it's a 40-minute wedding to two random people that, like, okay. So it's Priscilla and David. And as you could tell by the P and Priscilla and the D and David, that these are not, like, members of the family. So it was really confused why this wedding is on here. And, like, it comes down to, like, Priscilla. So one of the, Josh, the awful person, is married, extra awful, yep. uh, to one of the daughters. And I don't remember her name. Or, no, not to, to hey, obviously to a woman. And one of her sisters is Priscilla. So it's like, but this Priscilla person had ev- like every single one of like all these families in this wedding, Jim Bob's, her sisters and whoever David's family was, it was giant. It was like the, we- all these people were at the wedding party. So if you were like a sister, you're in this wedding party and it's like a wedding party, like 10 women and like 15 guys. There is no way there's like if I was a wedding planner, there is not an amount you could pay me to plan this fucking wedding. <laughs> like I am not dealing with any of it, even though it actually kind of seems easier. Like they, they probably just have their shit figured out. I, I mean, like, I don't think that I mean, they probably had a may have had a wedding planner, but it seems like they go to the church. Church has the, you know, they get married and they, they have like the auditorium that they went in for their rehearsal and they took pictures around the side like. I don't think it was like there wasn't a whole lot to plan here, but it was insane. They had five uh, flower girls, and like they had two guys roll out a carpet, and then there were like ring bearers. It was so many people, and they showed a lot of them just walking up. That was some entertaining television right there. <laughs> There was like also a bunch of couples behind them, which I thought was super weird. Like, I I don't know if it was just the wedding party or if there was like so many people at the wedding party. There were two rows of people. It was it was an insane amount of people to be in the wedding party. Okay, but this was like a pure like quiverful show off. And we also <laughs> we learned about this during. They this said they they claim they're not part of the quiverful movement, Brian. There's. Okay, they've already <laughs> said that like they're not using contraception; they're letting God take the wheel. And uh, explain the quiverful thing, Brian. So quiverful is a cult thing where it's just like uh, making as many people as possible, so that like you, like you're just making as many people for like the religion. Brian, can you describe to me how you make people? All right, Chris. When a man loves a woman, <laughs> the the bee pollinates the flower. <laughs> And then All right, a, then so, a stork flies down and gives the bee a baby, and so, then makes so, a new movie. Somebody clip this and tell them the kids. Just, uh, yeah, so I guess a big thing also, like you know, they had this wedding. It was fine. It took like thirty fucking minutes this episode. So there's not a whole lot of like minutia to get into that's really of any interest at all. <laughs> These people get married. There's too many people. It's a lot of like. They like packed, which was fucking insane. They had like eighty pairs of shoes and sixty shirts, and it was just like either packed for like twenty one, twenty two people, twenty three people, like because it was like their nineteen kids, them and nineteen kids, and then like the grandkids and the wife, like Dude, it's it, a lot of people. 
it was too much. And I mean, it's just like the entire thing was just the lead up to this and describing they haven't kissed. I don't no, care. No, we haven't gotten it. We're going to get into that. We're going to get the oh whole courtship thing. We I haven't gotten to skip it. <laughs> we talk about the wedding. That's the only thing to talk about, Brian, is the oh. courtship. Okay. We got to okay. talk about this courtship thing. <laughs> oh, no. So they don't call it dating. They call it courtship. So they describe courtship as, you know, you getting together and being friends and connecting emotionally. And then on the wedding days when you get physical, it's when you have your first kiss. This is the first time I've ever heard of first kiss on the wedding day. That seems a little nuts. Uh, but obviously, if you haven't kissed, you haven't done anything past that, you know. Yeah, there's this whole like just like purity thing is so. Oh yeah, they use the word purity a lot. It's, yeah, uh, that's a cult. It's so fucked up to just think that like. Oh, like these people are clean and these people are unclean. That's just, oh my lord, I cannot fathom how badly their minds are scarred. Yeah, no good. Let's let's uh, don't do that, guys. It's you're not pure. If you want to do it, it's fine. That's a fine thing to do. If that is your prerogative, but it is not. There's no pure and non-pure people. Yeah. So like, like that's that's where we draw a line. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the fucked up piece. It's like, okay, like making your own like choices physically, that's good to go. It's just not like judging other people for their stuff or feeling like, oh, if I don't do this, then like my entire community is gonna f- shut me out. And like, there's also, it's a little weird because we could talk. The 19 kids were homeschooled in this like hyper, like weird Christian thing and it's like you know they have no outside influence to like really like not much outside influence to really see how you know the rest of the world works you're like kind of stuck in this bubble you know with raising your siblings because there's 19 of you two people can only do so much right so like um it's a little i i feel bad for them in a way just because of like how insulated they are but, you know, they're on TV, you know, uh, uh, I can't do anything for them. But it's it's not a great situation. No, they're, I mean, they at least seem like they're okay family-wise. It's, I mean, what you see on TV and what their family life is like is also probably, are two separate things. Yeah. Uh, as we can see, there's some skeletons in a closet here. Uh, yeah, some pretty big yet, ones. Some, that have yet to uh, come out. So... There is that. Um, yeah, but this courtship is weird. There was also a point in this where, like, oh, you haven't kissed yet, but here you can share some Hershey kisses. And seeing them try to put one Hershey kiss into each other's mouth was the most awkward thing I've seen until the wedding. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, the wedding, like, they do the, they, like, show the kiss, but or they're, like, the priest made a big deal and made everyone laugh at them as they were about to kiss. They're like, this is, this is weird. Like, don't yeah. do that. They're about, like, you can, you gotta, like, let it breathe. Let them, they're so nervous, I have to imagine. You can't just have come people laugh at them. It's not a time for a joke. No. Especially since they're the stars of the show, like. No. It, I, he probably bet, wanted it to be, like, a, hey, like, here's an awesome celebration, and it just did not. 
work out uh, like it's that. It's definitely a joke. I'm sure. I think this happens, you know, every you know once in a while to them. Other church. Yeah, it's something more frequent. Yeah. So they they know they know. What kind of lip balm do you think she was wearing? It no was way. R- Fruit Loops or Rice Krispies or. I it's gotta be Rice Krispies, right? <laughs> I mean, for me. Uh, you well, uh, check out our TikTok. Who put this on podcast? If you want to hear our reviews of some lip balms, which have nothing to do with this podcast, really. But if you like us, you gotta like us on TikTok. No, it's who put this lip balm on? <laughs> Can we change your name? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was really weird. It was awkward, and we moved on. Like there was a. To be honest, there was so much Josh and whoever is married to Josh and Anna in this episode. There's so much like them talking about this wedding and how they felt at their wedding, and uh, oh, I don't they, know. They were also talking about like they're like them waiting, and oh my god, I don't care. They're just <laughs> preaching so fucking well, hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to preach, uh, which is just like awkward for us as like 2022 viewers of this show. But I but, could tell you he gives off some not good vibes. Oh, yeah. No good. No good vibes. Uh, is there anything else minutia-wise that happened in this episode? Um, The bride was wearing this great Bride the Bee sticker that kind of felt like an I Voted sticker. Uh, yeah. I think that's all that I wrote down. There was some weird, like, it's not even worth talking about. They said like somebody passed away in the beginning of the episode, and that must have been a callback from earlier seasons that we obviously didn't see. So I don't know. There, there was also like talk about um, the groom like being a missionary to Mongolia, and oh my lord, for years. Well, their yeah. family was for years. Oh yeah, and like eight, they have like eight kids. Like eight kids in Mongolia on a mission trip. That's definitely yeah. The, this is her whole thing. Like, you make a weird. big family, and then it's like, well, okay, I can go spread it yeah, everywhere. <laughs> spread it everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I. We have anything else to talk about? The sh- no, these, like crazy people. No, they like there was not a lot that happened in this episode. They just kept repeating stuff over oh, and over again. You know, what we need to talk about briefly, Brian. Is so there's one kid, Jebediah, and they're like, he's like. I love working the camera. People teaching me how to work the camera. And then they gave him a fucking camera. And whatever they did, it's it's terrible. He has terrible angles. He's terrible framing. And the worst part is whatever they did has a weird frame rate. So it looks kind of choppy. And it's like, it's very jarring. And there's multiple shots this episode. Like, not even just like, obviously, like, he's on the van. Like, it's like, there's like, tracking shots that look like he they use that he shot and it's just like come on tv production let's get it together i mean that was just the easiest thing where it's like dude this kid shot this video you don't edit it at a goddamn thing or i mean got it i mean it's obviously edited but like at least smooth it out like what kind of i can't imagine that it premiered like it was on tv this way i think it was and i think that like i said this too when we saw it there there's a little bit of that like America's Funniest Home Video thing where it's like, oh, you recognize that it's a home movie and it has that feel. You and think they added the stutter? I think I think they just gave it to him and like they rolled with it. I just the stutter is just like the weird. It's not the same frame rate as the rest, and it's less. It's very jarring to me. 
I mean, it's definitely jarring. It's just, yeah, I think. I think that they either naturally got the feel or they added it. And now, like, that, that's just the good feelingness that they really wanted to get. All right. Should we get to some questions here? Yes, please. <laughs> well, we already did some of them. Worst human being? Get him yeah. out. <laughs> we already did that one. Uh, there's no host. Or we talked about who would be a host here. Yeah. I mean, this is their this is their peak no matter what. Well, I guess, I mean, yeah. I mean, that, this, this is a peak for Jim Bob. But like the two dot the people on the next show could be there because it's more focused on them. True. Um. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Uh, production schedule. I don't know. I feel like they're filming most of the year. I'd imagine. Yeah, like they were filming this over like three days. They they had I mean, like yeah, it, 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 as we talk about, it, I think they filmed for like a couple months, two three months, film a season. You know. Yeah. Because if you film for too long, then you have too much to edit, and it's like. It's like you can't put it all out there, you know, in time. And you get really far behind. There's social media. It's just like, anyway. Uh, Do have one, I have one more minutia that I thought about. The woman, po- the kid podcast panel. The Oh, yeah. I didn't write anything down about the podcast that, panel. That was just so weird, though, because like. <laughs> that was a good, like, 10, 20% of this sh- episode. Yeah, and it seemed like they're focused on them, the girls of the family, because they're like, oh, they're going to get married. They're going to have a lot of kids. Uh, let's, like, Can well, we like get them in on the next show? No, I don't even read it as that. So the six women come in, and they're like answer, they're asked questions about who they're looking for in a guy and when they want to get married and their like, life outlook and stuff like that. And I thought it was kind of a cute conversation to have with these women, these like girls or soon went soon to be little women whatever and i i thought some of their answers were cute and just kind of like they're trying to set some sort of like expectation or boundary from you know they're now national tv for many years now so i'm sure they have a lot of suitors didn't ask the boys though no well the boys it's very gender thing for sure like yeah you can bring up equality here but you realize what we're talking about we're talking no. about this family that is definitely patriarchal and has no there's like what jim bob says jim bob goes, like what goes yeah but this like th- there is definitely like a focus on i was like this this feels a little weird of a focus to, I, like not- you can't have you interview 19 people i thought this was fine i mean like i i didn't care any about any of the answers but if you did care i could see this being a very ki- like connecting moment for a couple of the the women on the show. And this might be their best part of the whole show. Maybe. And it's not saying a lot, <laughs> but uh, I know most, at least some of these women have gotten married already. So like it would, it definitely would be interesting if you were watching this show can like a lot and you could like see these f- four or five women and then when they get married, who they get married to compared to what they said here. I think that would be really interesting, but like, I'm not. I don't plan on doing that. Yeah, it was also kind of tough to like tell how old they were too. So it was. Like, yeah, I it, have no idea how old they were. I, I think it was like a big age range though. Yeah, the younger the younger one, two, one or two didn't really even talk. Yeah. At least they didn't show them because like they were too young to really have that much of an opinion on the subject matter they were getting at. It's a wedding, talking about getting married. You know, that seemed very reasonable, Brian. Yeah, there's none of this part of the show is very good, but like this part. <laughs> Was better than most. Better than most of it. 
Yeah. Because it's like you hear the producers ask a question. There's a panel. It's not just one-on-one, you know? Anyway, uh, who's going to hook up next? I think we know the answer to that, surprisingly. Uh, Priscilla and David, definitely going to hook up next. Faux show. Yeah, that's like right after like the, like that was kind of the before the end credits roll. <laughs> they went to the side at some point at the wedding. I thought they were going to bang there. Oh, yeah. But uh, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Would the show be better as a Quibi or a TikTok? I think this is a very different show as a Quibi or a TikTok. You mean, it and might it be a normal not... length. Like, we can talk about just the wedding. Yeah, I mean, I just, the show doesn't exist as a Quibi or a TikTok. It's just not No, it doesn't. So, we're going to go with, I'm, I would say yes, because that would be more interesting to me than spending 40 minutes, but I would swipe immediately and never click on it. So, like, I don't think I'm the yeah, target audience it's here. No. So I'm going to go with no. Uh, let's do some drinking rules. Um, and anytime you see a, a kid that you don't know their name, take a drink. I really want to be insulting to them, but I'm going to try to refrain from it. Yes, we're trying to have good drinking rules here, Brian. Don't be a dick. Okay. Um, every time you see them hold hands, finish your beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? I feel like a lot of people, like Josh and Anna, were holding hands. I think in the I confessionals. Think... How drunk are you trying to get on the show, Brian? Very. <laughs> okay. Um, what's another good drinking rule, Brian? Um, I think every time you hear the word faith, take a drink. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Or pure. Like, there's a few like keywords where it's just like, yeah, you're. Anytime you get like, anytime you get cringy over some sort of like uh, religious thing, it'd be good. Every time you hear J name, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was, but, we didn't watch like a normal episode. It's like hard. Like yeah, but I think that like you're not gonna get like we have to if we want actual drinking rules for the series, we'd want like more generic ones like. J names because everything. Well, I already like said anytime you see somebody you don't know, take a drink. Yeah, well, you're gonna know them all. Like, like the first episode, then you're just not gonna. No remember. way. There's 19 people. There's fucking five year olds. You know who the five year old's name is? No. Exactly. So you're gonna have to drink a lot. Oh uh, yeah, you're probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you drinking? You'd be fucking flat out at the end of this episode. Yeah, that that's the way God intended it. Uh, I think anytime they reference banging, I think is a good time to take a drink, because I feel like Josh and Anna and like there's definitely ov- oblique references to banging. Like the mom mentions that she was promiscuous before she got married in this episode, and you take a drink then, and like the dad also was pure or something, whatever pure. Uh, was a virgin or something? I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to talk about it, but that's when you take a drink. Oh, when somebody announces they're pregnant, you grab a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you grab a bottle of champagne. You chug it. <laughs> Mandatory champagne chug. <laughs> All right, let's do. What do you love about the show? Okay, um, so there there was one part about the um the interview panel that actually felt like kind of gave me hope. It felt like they were going to be like more independent and like actually go after their own values, and that made me feel good. It didn't make me feel good that like they were still like focusing on solely on them, but 
it made me think that like yeah like they're not gonna be that big into the traps uh i think the tone of the show sits pretty well like it's it's very uplifting show probably for the wrong reasons but like there's no no one's getting put down everyone's just being built up and like for these like family drama based shows there's usually a lot of like inner family drama and like the show is drama and like this whole episode there's really realistically almost no drama it was just like a you know thing about this wedding and that was it i like that that, that is kind of yeah i i can see that like there's not like when we watched was it welcome to Plathville where there was like yeah, a lot of shit drama it's just a lot of stupid drama like most of these shows are filled with stupid drama and i thought I don't know. The rest of the show could be, but like this particular episode about this wedding was really like very positive. I was definitely just about to look up like uh, what the other episodes were, just to kind of see like okay, so if I go following me, oh man, there's some traveling. Oh, baby on the way. Here we go. Yeah, it's mostly probably weddings and babies. And dealing with it, I don't know. You could tweet at us if you know if yeah. there's more like crappy interpersonal drama, but I think that's what the best part of the show is. Yeah, I don't think there's much. I don't. It doesn't look like it, at least from this. So that's that's pretty good. All right, let's get into our ratings. So we do a stack ranking system. Where we do top, middle, bottom, third, and sometimes people stack rank in their stack ranks. Uh, I'll go first. So this is a bottom third show, but I I do think the tone of the show almost elevates it to a middle third. It's boring as hell. I don't care. It's a weird religious cult thing. So it's like not that great of a watch, like morally. But that hasn't watched us before. But so it's got to stay in the bottom third. And uh, that's it. Brian, what do you got? I'm going to go with middle to bottom. It, I cannot rate it bottom to the bottom because like I want to rank it somewhere above Welcome to Plathville. and that's where i sit with this like it it was just straight boring i could not really care at all about it yeah uh, it was very obvious that brian didn't care yeah i tried to walk away to like go get like we had gotten like dinner and then i was like okay let me get some stuff to cut it up and he wanted to pause it i had to you you had to watch the whole episode (laughs) brian you can't just get out of this there's no getting out of this i tried everybody i tried uh, well, we, we warned you, so don't don't blame us. All right, let's get into some shout-outs. So Brian and I went to see Top Gun Maverick last weekend, and that show that movie was really good. That was a great movie. Yep. I would highly recommend go see it in the biggest theater you got. Uh, every time you're in that fighter jet, you are in that fucking fighter jet. It is thrilling. Highly recommended. Hell yeah. Might be a good 40X movie. Go go <laughs> balls to the wall. What is a 40X movie? It is one where they will not they will let you experience other senses, not just the visual and the sound, but they will also blow air in your face, squirt water on you, move your seats. What's the move your seat senses? Uh shake your booty. <laughs> uh I think it's a regal. It's usually a regal thing. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's also like a special like movie I mean, format. You know, it's and, good to IMAX, you know. Yeah, uh, but highly recommended. And then, you know, a couple of shout-outs. Stranger Things new seasons out. I'm on episode five, and it is great. It is a fun kind of like 
Uh, it feels more like a book almost where it's like you kind of luxuriate with a bunch of characters in a bunch of places and assume they all kind of get together. It's got like a Game of Thrones vibe to it. I have, it seems like it's heavily inspired. So it's like it's got a little bit of a different pace than the older seasons, so that might put some people off. But I think it's so far like a really fun D&D kind of adventure. So uh, I think they're nailing it again. Yes. Uh, Brian, any shout outs this week? Obi-Wan's out. And that, the first two episodes were kind of good, but like we've had this problem before where it's like, oh yeah, like this thing could be good, and then it just shits the bed like episode three. So we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and... uh, I just for right now I'm watching Stranger Things. I'm going to watch that. Then then we'll switch back to some weekly stuff. Like I might let like Kenobi sit for a little bit. Like it's just like I, it's fine. It's a Kenobi story. Like what what is that like what does that mean for me? It's like just like Kenobi does some weird side story and I'm like, that's not the main story. It's not like a driving force in the story. It's just like it's hard it's hard to excite it for anything like that. That's the thing, like we they're filling in like all the gaps for this like main storyline and it just No one asked for it. No. It's gotta branch off into something else. Like I was I'm I liked Mandalorian because it was actually like splitting off and it like did circle back into like the main yeah. timeline a little bit, but now it's like, it still is branching. Yeah. It's still like Mandalorian felt, felt like pretty fresh. Like we're like, we're starting out after episode six. It's like nothing related to like galactic politics at all, you know? So you kind of felt like he can drive his own story. Like he could be a fun, you know, thing by himself. It's great. But Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, he's built into the main story. Like, he's in three, he's in four out of the, you know, nine movies. He's, or more, I guess, if you count his force ghost. But like, it is just like, it's all going to be about like global politics and like feeling in a piece between movies. And it's just like, well, you know, he's not going to die. You know, Darth Vader's going to live. You know, the Grand Inquisitor's not going to die because he's in other things. Like, it's just like, it's just, I just wish they would like be more like adventurous with their like picks, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, they, we can still see a spinoff potential. It just depends. I mean, it's just like Obi-Wan could be as good as Rogue One. It can be like, there's certainly the possibility that they've nailed this thing. Like, I think the first two episodes are really good. They have certainly shown the propensity to nail it. It's just disappointed that you put all that money and energy and effort into this show instead of, like, you know... I know that they're planning on going back a couple hundred years in the Star Wars, but, like, you know, that's just like Star Trek keeps going back in time, back in time, and it's just, like, you could propel it forward in a way. Back then, hopefully, they do a good job, but, like... Going forward, they fucked it up. You know, fix it. And they're not even trying to fix it. They're not even trying to fix the clone part. Like, they're not doing any of that. They're just like, let's luxuriate between episodes two through seven, or two through six. And it's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And then people keep screaming for it. And then they greenlit more and more and more. You know? I mean, I definitely see why, like, we want some of the cracks filled, like, just you can do more if you want to actually expand the universe you need to do more like you need to do new stuff not just like okay here's this like cool little bit that's like happening between the movies like we don't need like an exact timeline no i mean i get it you know you can fill in the cracks 
that's what I think like books and stuff can be to fill in gaps. Like if you want to know, here it is. But like, do I need you to spend, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars on a TV show filling in those gaps when I can get new story and new like antagonists and new protagonists and, you know, maybe move Star Wars in like fun directions. They did have good books too, but yeah, like I would, I'd much rather like have it get an audience too. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, that's kind of where I feel about it. Like, again, I think Kenobi so far has been a good show. Like, I am, was very excited after those first two episodes. I'm like, that's great. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, what was it? Moon Knight really bit me in the ass last time. So, the Star Wars stuff has been better, but then you have Boba Fett, which, so the, you're, you're one for two. So, we'll have to see if you could get greater than 50% on this one. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it for us this week. Uh, and I think next week we might try to watch what's that show, Brian? Oh, uh, it was a new animal show on Disney Plus about like recovering animals. Yeah, I think that that's what look for that. Uh, and that I think is what we're gonna watch next week. Or tweet at us at Who Put This On and let us know what you guys are watching out there so we can review it on the pod. Uh, give us any recommendations, we'll put it in the queue. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash you with the sun. You can ask questions and suggestions at who put this on at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Brian, you got it? The wonderful wizard of pause. They have it. S21. Let's do it. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified. I see the fucking look in your eyes. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around, bright eyes. Fucking every now and then I fall apart. And I need you now tonight. I fucking need you more than ever.